Better humans, what is up? Colin here, your host. I'm obsessed with building better humans, sovereign, free-thinking individuals that are going to make themselves better than the people around them better and their communities and then the world. And the more of that we have, the more ripple effects of betterment we have flowing through this world and humanity, and that will be a better future for my children. So this is purely a selfish pursuit. I want you to be better so that the world's better for my kids. Today's topic is friends and happiness. Now, when I was younger and I had big dreams and aspirations about making a lot of money, I mean, I still have them, but I'm 36 now. So definitely a dose of what I actually need, what I don't, et cetera. I used to think I need a lot, a lot of money to be happy. And I realized it's not the case at all. After getting a little bit of money in my mid thirties and having all the time in the world, because I set my own schedule and I can work when I want, when I don't want, I've been prioritizing friendships. I've been thinking about how I don't get to spend time with my best friends. I don't get to spend time with the people I grew up with because they're all over the country and a lot of them are in Florida and I'm in Texas now. And since I've moved to Texas, I found a partner, had a family, but you know, and I have adult friendships, but I wouldn't say that I have any that are as strong of a bond as the ones I had in my twenties because I simply haven't spent enough time with these people, you know, and I'm sure I could get there, but it's a lot of work. It's a lot of effort. And that's why I think some of those early childhood friends Uh, your high school friends, your college friends, those people end up being an important part of your life forever because you spend so much time with them. Like I have friends where I was, we were roommates. So we spent every day together or we would always work out and go eat. And like, that was like four days a week or we played poker all the time and we're literally playing for hours at night, multiple days a week. And when you get older, I think this is why most of us as adults don't have the same kind of relationships because we don't have the time to spend with people. And this is where you see a lot of resurgence of things like communities where people live together and shared co-living and stuff. And I think this is amazing. I think eventually I'm going to build something like that out here in some land uh, outside of Austin and then just get a bunch of tiny homes and build like a community and grow our own food and have animals and all school shit. Like, in fact, the more I talk about it, the more it's for sure going to happen. It's been on my to-do list for a while. People are craving getting back with people and spending time. And the reality is we could all do this, but we have to prioritize it. Like we got to set a time and a place, you know, we got to get people to come and hang out for hours and have a reason to. It seems like nowadays when you get a group of people together, it's like two to three hours before people are like itching to go do something else or go back home or whatever. And it's like, it's just not going to cut it. A few hours, maybe once or twice a month, you know, maybe have a dinner party every so often or board game night and stuff like that. And if you maintain that stuff, then good on you because I've struggled to maintain it, that stuff. <laughs> it always seems like it's so much energy to schedule it and, and maintain it, whatever. It's a, it's, it's a real problem. This is a legit problem. This is something I'm actually currently trying to solve in my adult life. I'm trying to figure out how to create long-term, super strong bonded relationships. And it's just hard because if other people don't have the same priorities or they're not thinking about it consciously... They may feel like they don't have time or they're balancing work and kids and all the different stuff. Like, I get it. It's a tough thing. I forgot where I found this, so I apologize. But in one large survey of happiness, for instance, having positive relationships with friends and family members was the only necessary ingredient for being happy. And I truly believe this. Think about this. If you have a billion dollars, but you have to live alone and enjoy enjoy that money by yourself, you can't share with anybody. Everybody would give up the billion dollars. You know, they say that solitary confinement is the worst way to torture humans. It's it's inhumane, they say. It's a crime against humanity. It's cruel and unusual punishment. 
because humans are social creatures. You lock us in a room and remove human interaction and we lose our minds. And I think you give us devices, you give us bills to pay, responsibilities, kids, all these different things. And then as a result, we default to deprioritizing our adult relationships. And I think it does create a kind of neurosis, a kind of narcissism, and a kind of wide-scale insanity. And if you look at the depression epidemic that's going on, the loneliness epidemic, the crisis of meaning epidemic, which there's a really cool YouTube series on that by a professor. You see the use of opioids. You see the use of drugs for treating depression and things like that. This stuff is growing at a rate that like is you know basically uncontrollable at this point. These are real problems that nobody's talking about. <laughs> Instead, everyone's trying to yell at each other and, about masks and vaccines and stuff. Like completely missing the reality that most of America's overweight, sick, depressed, and getting worse. That's modern democracy for you. That's corporate crony politics for you. Convince the public that there's an enemy and then create divide and then completely smokescreen everybody, gaslight everybody to what's really going on and what the real problems are and what the real solutions are. So this is just a short reminder to prioritize your adult relationships and maybe spend time focusing one-on-one. They did some research. I read it recently. I believe it was Cal Newport's book, A World Without Email. Some anthropologists studied a group of hunter-gatherers. What they did is they put a tracker on each of their ankles to track where they went, I guess, in like a certain area. And they could track like when someone came close to someone else and they had a conversation, how long did they stay there, et cetera. They were trying to figure out what the social connections were, like what was the average amount of time they spent with this person, that person, or as a group. And what they found was there was a lot of one-on-one interaction. There was a lot of just two people talking by themselves, maybe in the corner on a rock somewhere under a tree. Or maybe they went on a walk together. When they talked to the tribes people about this, a lot of them said, yeah, of course, that's really important for having strong ties and strong bonds. This really, really stuck in my mind because it's not something I'd really considered. I've been trying to get a lot of people together in groups and we do masterminds and get togethers and things like that because like, obviously you want to get everyone together, you want to see them. But then I realized when I thought about it through doing like a bunch of these I don't ever really get one-on-one time with anybody. I'm kind of like bouncing around, trying to entertain multiple people. You know, sometimes I'm like leading the thing. So it's like I'm leading the schedule if it's a mastermind, for example. And maybe for me, that's why I feel like I'm not really cultivating any relationships because I'm not really spending one-on-one time. So it's definitely something for me to think about. And I'm working to kind of mitigate and resolve. And I think it's something that you could benefit from as well. So one-on-one with anybody you want to build a relationship with or maintain a relationship, it's safe to say super important. Because in a group, you don't get the same kind of connection. You don't get the same kind of intimacy. You know, relationships are built over time. Trust is built over time. You have to spend time with people. You have to spend one-on-one time with people. You know, it's kind of like when you're dating somebody and there's always a friend tagging along. It just always feels like kind of annoying. I hope this is something for you to think about. Maybe some things to take action on. Maybe some things to schedule, maybe some people to reach out to. Get in the Better Human newsletter over at Colin.coach and I'll see you in the next one.